0: Hi there, Randy Green here and welcome to another podcast within the playlist that I'm calling Converging of Timeline Updates and Understandings. And for if everything sticks to my plan, then the whole Future Humanities channel will be um, holding different types of information from here on that will align with the Converging of Timelines. Now I am, or actually I began, I tried to begin writing it down thinking, hmm, I'll make an ebook on the topic. And then I start writing and it's just (laughs) <laughs> too slow for me it's just ah uh, it takes forever it would be so much easier if what's in my head could be written down directly and not through verbalization just holographically imprinting it on the plasma disc and then that would be uh, that would be the end of it it would be inserted into the distribution uh, spheres and then it would be broadcasted wherever it needed to be broadcasted for the ones that had the consciousness potentials ready to uh, embark on that level of knowledge, and begin to unfold the energetic potentials of that information. Here in our world, things does not work like that. Like that. Um, there's this whole kind of, I see it in the new children, the the different hybrid kids. Fortunately, I would say the ones that are having these different projects, wherever they are from, some more fortunate than others. But there are definitely some of the newer kids that we could say have got a, a gene structure, as well as a, an energy system and a capacity that has nailed the look at things and then learn to adapt it into something you actually do physically as in look at information and then figure out what that information is, process the information and then put it into something you can actually uh, say that that is an exemplification of the information that you have looked at. So why is this important? Why is this important the ability to uh, integrate. I'm, I'm lacking the words here because how do you, how do you explain this again? This, this is where sometimes those of us who are in the clear understanding that we are here to do specific level of work. Our challenge is always this. And I just have to be completely honest here. This world is so primitive. It's, it's. <laughs> sometimes it's really pulling out teeth and the patience because there's nothing else but patience with waiting for the the energies to pick up the uh, even the potentiality that 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 might never happen and then the understanding okay teaching people and getting people to understand why is it important that they are to work with their energy system it's like this, this is where the past comes in the way Because it's like telling people that it's important to go to the university and learn about their souls. And that's been put into the church, right? It's been put into New Age and religion and churches and temples and mosques and whatever they are called. These houses of gods. And I deliberately say so in that way, uh, under the Abrahamic religions, as well as the other ones that goes under the Devas and uh, the the different types of gods in the Hindu system, whatever. I I don't really care, (laughs) I'm sorry for saying it so, because it's just this, yeah, that is so much in the way, because it has nothing to do with that. It's this hopium for, for as I kind of want to talk about the soul business. People are saying, well, God will take care of that. Or some people say they're a whatever hero that they have got, whatever his name is, or whatever her name is, we could say. Tara within the Tibetan Buddhist tradition that is infused with some of the Hindu goddesses. We could say, well, she will be there as the main Bodhisattva or uh, some of the other ones. I remember back in the 80s when we had the quote unquote ascended masters, they were only males. And then we got into the 2000s and someone asked, where are the female masters? And here we come in again into the problem with because a female master master is technically a mistress and that word has been slandered completely, we know what that is. That's that's not that's not a master, right? That's something that's less doing something she shouldn't, that is not in a coherence with the norms of society, right? So you kind of taken away the whole potential for a female that is empowered to have uh, the ascendry of uh, the different civilizations that have moved into a new status, and that's because the whole idea of ascended masters goes back to, to the Ahats. It goes back to a specific type of fourth cycle lineages that technically has ties into Atlantis, and we all know what happened to Atlantis, it was a huge humanoid colony that were put in our reality field to try and assist some of the genetically dysfunctional within the. Deep D8, D10 and D11 collective put here as part of the restoration program, and as we know that didn't go so well. Because when the genetics are flawed and the consciousness potentials are not there, it's just very very difficult to get these species to understand why they should do the progression work, or as it would be more accurate to say undo the light coding, energetic holographic light coding that were distorted and inverted due to the effects of the timeline event, as well as doing the genetic upgrading that goes with the consciousness units that follows the progression work, the clearing of timelines, and how to progress and develop your holographic energetic architecture. And why is that important? And they all all say when I talk to some of the insectoids or some of the greys or whoever passed by for whatever reason and whatever's going on, factional curiosity or due to me stumbling upon something where they are just giving me a little bit of slap over the wrist and say this is not for you to look into and other stuff that's going on in our everyday merry-go-round for those who are not aware of the 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th, 11th and 12th dimension as part of a reality field. So they are just living within their little bubble. Of emotional and mental processes and the only larger things they are dealing with are their own energetic parasites, past life karmic choices as well as emotional imprints from this and past lives, mental constructions from this and past lives and that's all they're dealing with And and I remember when I was a kid and I looked to other people and I was seeing that uh, because I was this kind of I was a wise child, right? So I woke up, and I was just not woke up, but woke up every day as in waking up as a normal day life, and go to school and listening to the hours. Oh, Could we have some real sciences here? And why are people content with this world? What's wrong with these people? Are the sleepwalkers or what? And then I began to understand because they're so. They're so occupied with their internal processes, all of the thought forms and their ideas and the inner chatter and their emotions and their desires and I want this and that and what have you. Okay. Ah, yeah. Now, okay. That's how you keep them occupied. It's like people are living in a mall all the time, wondering what to do and what to buy and how to fix or a, a home makeover mall. Uh, personal makeover, psychodrama, something is kind of wow, okay, no wonder they have got no uh, energy or capacity to do anything else, but focus on that and the female programming, being in a female body myself and the male programming, as I've seen it, that goes around in people just kind of okay, yeah, okay, now I get it well life after life living that way okay so but isn't that a little bit of waste of life seriously <laughs> I feel it's completely a waste of life and then of course that sparks into okay then why is it that way why can't humans uh, move beyond that and there are a sillion good explanations for that selling good answers and, and uh, you know the the Hitchhiker's uh, uh, Guide to the Galaxy where the answer to every single question that comes up why the number is 42 right so I think that's a good why is this why is that because of the number 42 and then you can you can ponder upon that conundrum. So we, we are within, the, which of course is, is a good way to put that the answer to why things are is, that's a philosophical question that in many ways are just a mental exercise. It is, is an emotional mental exercise. Because when we begin to go, as the old uh, Greek philosophers, Aristotle also figured out, if you try to go back to the beginning of whatever, you will kind of say, well, something sparked it to life. And and he came up with the primal mover, Uh, others came up with the idea of God, and uh, science come up with Big Bang, and I've come up with a timeline event. So we are not coming up because we can all say they actually tap into the same idea, except that, uh, as you know, I don't work with the idea of a primal mover. or or a creator or anything. There are definitely engineers, very, very high level skilled engineers. For, for instance, some of the groups that engineered the whole program, the timelines, the spheres, the technology uh the, the spherical upholding cube technology as well as some of the foundations into the racial grids that's called a kind of genetic a very complex type of insertions that were added to the core domain so that the genetics of the different groups that didn't belong here were allowed to be here as part of Atlantis. So yes we could we could call them creators. Absolutely similarly as if you have one that produces a very complex program that goes in and affects our whole society. You can call that a creator as well. There we can agree. Cool. That's all good. But if, would you, if you were in, in an everyday life and you had this engineer or software engineer or programmer or whatever uh, that comes up with, uh, let me put it this way, Google or uh, Firefox or whatever, it doesn't matter, any browser, Microsoft or whatever, doesn't matter. I'm just using this as an analogy and don't get hiccups and begin to go all factional but I'm just saying as an example, take anything in your everyday life that you rely on and someone has created it for you, but are they reliable if for instance we have a huge CME that blasts off all our electric electricity including our satellites and what have you and we are laid still with the Carrington event for a certain amount of time. Right? How will that affect society? Will you then rely on them to fix it? Probably, you'll probably rely on them to fix it. But what if it takes one week, two weeks, three weeks? How are we going to do that? If we are to say, for instance, that if that happened, the water supply, unless you've got your own well in the backyard, uh, that could be contaminated, full of heavy metals, what have you. Are you on top of that one, by the way? Just because it comes from deep down the ground, doesn't mean that it's not polluted due to the way that the rain sinks into the uh, the reservoir water etc etc. Anyway, so just look at this scenario of our life at large and um, should it matter? Should we at all look into these kind of possibilities, these kind of training programs of how to prepping for a character and event where all el- electricity uh, goes out due to a solar burst that will hit us and then literally darken our planet for a couple of days or weeks or months or what have you? How will we manage that? So, with, if we play with that idea, as I when I think about that, then I begin to think, oh, then I need to store this and this and this and this. But if you have to have three liters of water per person per, per twenty four hours, it's. <laughs> Sorry, but that's just really ridiculous. <laughs> you can quickly figure that on out. How much water you'll have to store, especially if you're a family. So that kind of becomes ridiculous in a little way, and in a way. And then you can say, well, what about food and all these kind of things? And then we begin to see that the whole way that we have arranged ourselves in society are so vulnerable to whatever type of event that will come. Similarly, as even in the old days where people would say, well, they had the skills to do this and that. And yeah, they died young. They they didn't live long for the same very reason because our world is pleasurable to a large degree but it can also be very brutal due to the nature forces and uh, what is happening from time to time which people around the planet are experiencing in various ways. So that's, that's one way of living and we can, those of us who are in the Western world, we could say to a large degree we have been quite fortunate with the way we have arranged society. However, we all know that that will change nothing, lasts forever. For now, the changes have felt as upgrading, as something that makes it easier for us, that gives us opportunities that are based upon what we call solutions, that should, uh, in essence, make life, everyday life easier for all of us. And that's all good and fine. That's what technology can do in whatever. Uh, capacity that it has and no I am not I'm not buying into the whole AI stuff I would prefer not to but there are definitely things we could do with technology without what we could say the complete robot robotization of everything or AI ization of everything where everything turns into the machines that are doing everything for us, because I'm not going to have a little house bot. <laughs> That's for sure. That's not going to happen. So um, so going going down that path is not for me. And, and I wouldn't like to be in a retirement home where some kind of care bot is, uh, is there talking to me every day and giving me my pills and what have you. So I'm not into the whole future where everything is being sorted by bots and and AI and artificial means and you put your, as we see it in the movie, the Star Trek and whatever, you get your slug of protein or whatever from some kind of counter with no humans and everything is just made by machines. So no, no, I'm not into that one. But technology can be used for, for many supportive means and this is where we go into the next generation of technology when we look into the future and the Implementation of the reverse-engineered forms of technology that are—it's it just a matter of time before that will be implemented because it's already began. It began in the actually during Second World War with the whole computers, because computers and the processing machinery, as we know of it, processing information via a machine is um, and chips and all of these kind of things that can store enormous amount of uh, potential bits that can be processed in sequences in different various ways including the qubits that are part of the quantum etc etc you know where i'm going with that one all of that comes from specific type of handed over technology that were given to certain groups within the human population as part of the new incoming groups That came in the forties. And by that gave the ability to work with this technology as these groups began their very, very long term process of getting access to our society via our technology. Hence, not me being all hoo-hoo about the bots and the AI and the robotization of our reality, because that, of course, belongs to the Android races and the technocrats that are getting access to reality fields that way. Whereas fifteen thousand years ago we were colonized by insectoids and avians and raptoids. At least they were organics. Right now we are up against the other group that is even lesser due to the lesser amount of viability rate that we have in our reality field. So why is the viability rate dropping? And I talked a little bit about what the viability rate is in the Higher Order Psychic Energetic Institute YouTube channel, which I've come up with because I want again, I want to divide things. Here we talk about the converging of timelines and we're here running a kind of pattern that I've built with the whole Academy material that is focused upon why it is important for those of us who are doing the work to learn the sciences of how to actually upgrade your holographic energetic architecture. And it all comes down to the viability rate. It comes down to the fact that we and our reality field are interconnected. So if the viability rate of our holographic energetic architecture within humanity is so low as it is now, then it allows for certain groups to come in. This is where we don't understand the laws and the dynamics of the worlds around us, as in they aligned With different worlds due to energetic and genetic affinity. So that means that the lower viability rate we have in our holographic energetic units that allows consciousness potentials to unfold its true purposes. If the units are fizzling out and turning into frequencies, which they will eventually and just be frequencies and then have no holographic properties, which our world is already showing us because everything science sees are frequency energies and everybody's talking about frequencies, right? Instead of actually talking about the original holographic energetic units and their viability rate and their ability to resonate and and create interference patterns, I know interference is frequency, but it's like you have the wave patterns that interact with other wave patterns that then can amplify each other into a higher potentiality, a higher viability rate from where most consciousness potentials can grow and unfold. And by that we can literally begin to create what we call multiple ripple effect within the resonance fields with the vibrational fields that allows for what we could call a higher type of sound-like quality that will allow for the radiation energies to unfold, their code sequences that will allow us to ignite and link up to what we call higher cycles of energy and more uh, benevolent types of civilizations. And that's the core key to why we need to learn to work with the holographic energetic architecture. It's like this uh, working against the, the stream, why does uh, salmons uh, jump up the stream to to lay eggs? It's a kind of a, I never really understood it because I haven't, my, my guess is as good as any. We could say it's a kind of the survival of the fittest strategy, the ones that actually gets up to the end of the stream. They are the strongest and since they then have managed to get up there, their gene pool will be more proficient and be more uh, efficient. Than and, and stronger and more resilient than the other ones that are downstream that are kind of too weak and can't make it. So that nature itself ensures that at least if we go with the evolution, evolutionary theories that the ones that has the best biological coding to secure their offspring will also be the ones that will create the offspring. But as we've seen within human population today, that's no longer the case unfortunately they might be physically strong but there is also a high level of aggression low rate of education and you could say in anyways I'm not going to go down that path that is more or call social engineering and what type of genes that are being have been focused on within society and what have been um, running a mark within certain groups of humanity that has allowed for what we could say exactly the drop of the viability allowing certain groups to get access to our reality field, which was uh, an an outcome of uh, what we call the the invertedness and the regression of the original holographic energetic units and the original potentials of consciousness that we used to have within our reality field. So we are experiencing as, as our world is now at large experiencing what all high cultures have experienced throughout time there is a rise and a peak, and then be downhill. And that leads into entropy, and that leads into cares, and that leads to a lesser viability rate. And that's where certain groups can come into society. So we could say when we are in this weird System of energy and reality fields around us. There is this kind of that that there are the um, these dynamics that goes with consciousness and energy that allows and determines what type of realities that kind of like a kaleidoscope goes in sync with each other, and that's the important part here to understand is that that when a, a, a solar system or a planetary system. Planetary systems technically doesn't exist. This is where I always kind of the solar systems do because they're kind of a large system that makes sense. You have, when you have our solar system, you have the sun in the middle, and then you have the planets that orbits around it in a kind of a system that makes sense to me, even though I know that the planets that orbit around shouldn't be orbiting around and they shouldn't be planets. And, but they are spherical and I understand the dynamics of this if it, how things become spheres due to the effects of the timeline event and not due to Newtonian sciences and gravity and what have you because we know gravity waves are interdimensional wave patterns that for now still is called gravity but in the future they'll be called something else. But the whole understanding of one single planet and say well then that's a system and then that's, that's where if I begin to look into the systems of the, the crystalline and crystallized types of molecules and atoms and what have you, that's where I can see all that's artificial and should be scattered as it were and unfolded into its own little kind of mini galaxy solar system orbital pattern, that's a reality field. And our planet should be the same way, it should have these different intersections of different types of what we call um forms of energy that goes in the pattern of core domain, inner domain, middle domain and outer domain that allows for different dimensional potentials within the reality field itself as the different domains and the different dimensions of these domains link up to other similar types of systems that are built up in the same manner so that the outer domain reality level is connected to other outer domains through a very intrinsic patterns of gateways and then you have the middle domain that are connected to other similar middle and other similar solar systems that have a sun or a star in the middle and then you have an intrinsic uh, intri- intrinsic complex gate system there and then you have the inner domain that's typically the galaxy or the galactic level that are connected to other uh, inner domains in, on the galactic level that means that we are having a dimensional setting that is so high leveled, I'm not saying high frequency because that's inaccurate, but the density level is so subtle that the energies and holographic properties work in dissimilar ways that allows for these enormous what we could say fields of energy and consciousness where the beings can be quite large and not galaxy as we see it because that is again a representation of the after a timeline event where everything crystallized and we know most of the things we see in the sky and out in the universe are moving away from us and we are creating a big cold dark space where there's nothing, there's no energy, there's no frequencies, there's only dark energy, whatever that is or whatever that's going on. We know we are in a whole universal structure that technically is dying. Science tells us the same thing. So that in itself should kind of give a little bit of okay if that's the case Do You do feel a slight, slight panic attack there with the brown bag here. But that is not where I want to go. Where I want to go is this because we don't need to go down that path. But what we do need to understand is that we have an impact on the world we live in and in the system that we are part of and the galaxy that we are inhabiting. We are intrinsically connected through the different domains of the reality field as well as the similar type of domains configuration that are part of our energy system. So that means that if we are able to work with our own individual energy system we are also affecting the reality field around us. And right now due to the colonization and for a thousand of good reasons or bad reasons or whatever reasons that we can come up with all depending on our genetic lineage, why we're here, and what has happened, and what our our individual story is, and where which jurisdiction we have been part of, and which gay systems we came in from etc. etc. We can all come down to the very very specific conclusion is that humanity at large, are really not up to snuff with what's required of us now. And that even goes with people that are studying the sciences of consciousness and the sciences of how to holographic energetically work with their architecture, because how, how are we doing this? And nobody knows. It's like discovering something we have lost the ability of a very, very long time ago. And as always, we have different choices when we are in a situation with something that we have absolutely no knowledge of. And that's where the psychodynamics comes in, that's where we show our true nature, as it so uh, delightfully has been said. When challenge comes, then we will see what we are made of, right? So, certain groups will be enormously skilled at what we could say the biological survival, the physical organic survival, others will be uh, more resilient uh, psychologically, but perhaps lack the the physical abilities to make it in the wild, where some of the ones in the wild they might be able to make it in the wild. But when they are challenged with what we could call more uh, fourth dimensional multi-dimensional Uh, other sectional types of influences that will be unseen and not visible, not tangible, but will definitely have a huge impact because as the fourth dimension of the other realities begin to align with our outer domain configuration and changes into the original fourth, well, then a lot of things will happen that are not visible to the human eye, but are visible to the higher order senses for those who have developed these. And then there are the ones that have been really clever that both have taken to heart the outer domain that is technically organic, Uh, the organic understanding of being a very dense type of reality configuration that we then master as in learning how to work with the vessels that we have engineered for the purpose. And at the same time, we have the middle domain configuration that we now call Psyche and it has been downsized into emotional mental processes. But the original capacity of the middle domain are a type of group science as well as teamwork science, as well as tribal science, as well as how to ensure That the group at large will progress and work through these different energetic challenges that goes with what we call the more subtle energies, subtle energies of the middle domain, that goes with the developmental processes of the higher order senses and how to utilize these. In a more dense vessel that is part of the outer domain, how do we have this inner world that is developed? Where are the pioneers of the inner world sciences? Where are the ones that really go beyond spirituality and and all the things that we have been? Um, uh, I call it beak fed in in the the, um, the the two podcasts I have on the my new channel because it 's like it 's like the mother bird that 's eaten a worm and then it went into her stomach and then she she what do you call itreterted it or pushed it back up and, and then gave it to her offling, so it was easier for the offspring to digest the same with humanity we 've been we 've been given information that 's been easy to digest because then we would not develop our higher order capacity but only within the limited uh, base program, um, social institution constructions, what have you, that are engineered for the, the exactly that purpose of make us not see more than what's part of the Truman Show, the engineering of the Truman Show that we are part of, and that's that's part of some of the the, the groups in within humanity that will that will be capable of. When we go into the next ten years, we are in we are in need of that type of people that physically, emotionally, mentally can deal with what we call the physical reality challenges, as well as rudimentary survival skills. And then we have at the within the same group there is also the call for people that are able to function as multidimensionals. And that's a whole new psychological skill and how do you prepare people for that kind of psychological skills and that's that's what the whole academy is all about that's that's my best bit on both explaining the past and explaining why we're here and explaining how the energy systems work and how the original worlds that used to be in our solar system, how they function. So we got the whole frame of reference, the whole context, and then at the same time also how do you build your energy system? What what are the, the means to rebuild your original holographic energetic structure? Because it's not just meditation, it's not just doing clearing work. It's also a skilled way of using your consciousness potential in everyday life with whatever challenge comes your way. However, we are now coming into a completely new setup where those of us who have been in this work for a long time, especially me, or or I could just talk on my own behalf. What I have experienced is that over the since 2016 and even from childhood on, I remember there's so much activity going on And, and what I'm now experiencing is that and I've also seen that how many of the different groups have taken off. They—they're not gone forever. They will come back in ten years' time. When, when whatever's going to happen, the next ten years are over. They are just kind of, yeah, we're taking off. We'll come back when you sort it. What kind of timeline you want to be on? Then we'll come back in that capacity. Whether it's—it's it's some for them. Uh, it's simply because the viability rate is too low for them, so they have to take off. For others, it's just because they—they they, whatever's going to happen within humanity. They're are some what we could say some old pockets of karma that needs to be dealt with within certain groups of humanity. And <clears throat> some of these karmic imprints go back to Atlantis, others go back to Mars and others go to Maldac. So, so there are some good old pockets there that, that might not be so pleasant. I would say the best version we have now is a crossing between Zombieville and Bird Box. Something like that. So they are anticipating that, and they have said, yeah, we are off, we are not going to stick around for that one. Uh, Whereas unfortunately, or fortunately, you decide yourself, those of us who are here on this planet, well, do you have a craft in your backyard? I haven't. I would love to, but I haven't. So I can't just go into my craft and take off into another dimension. I could of course, uh, which I'm doing on my everyday life and done for 10 years now, or if not more, work multidimensionally to uh, align my energy system with the timeline where I will at least have a possibility to produce what we could say something that will come after uh, 2034. So that's the positive timeline that that I am trying to uh, push as much as I can to make that one unfold, giving my interactivity and my interactive abilities to build as much as I can of a coach for such a timeline with the capacities I have now, including the whole academy and everything I've been doing, that's been part of trying to build that timeline. So you see, if you're saying, okay, if it to build a timeline, you, you have to make 50 courses that are of 45 minutes in average each that talks about the higher dimensionality and what it means to be a multidimensional, then you begin to get what it actually takes. Similarly, as in people say, Oh, I started this or that at the university. Just... Think about how many hours you put into it, and you will say, "Well, in at the end, it didn't really." Yes, you passed, you you graduated, and all this. But what was the large impact of all the things you studied? It changed your your psychodynamics. It changed the well you per, the way you perceive reality, and it changed the way you perceive yourself. And that gave you a certain type of confidence that allowed you to say, "I have certain skill sets within certain areas of expertise that allowed you to go out and apply for certain jobs and what have you." So you kind of educated you got the education to become more skilled within society and when we talk about the whole academy material or whatever system you choose to embark on when when it comes down to working with energy. Well then that's a kind of a skill set. What kind of skill set is most important for us that are entering into a future within 10 years time where if everything goes according to plan, whether it will be on one side or the other side within one group or the other group, we are going down that path now where the doors and the insights will be open up to the sheer and and mirror and bear a fact that we are absolutely not alone in the universe. And how is humanity prepared for that? Because right now if we look at our history, if we look at our current position, if we look at humanity at large and whatever's going on in our planet, we can with a quick survey and a quick triage and assessment of our planet as a joint race figure out that the ones that will come our way due to the laws of energetic and genetic affinity cannot be the good guys, right? Because there are so few quote-unquote advanced humans within our current civilization, planetary human civilization, that have the ability for multidimensional communication, telepathic communication. Higher order senses are not activated. The higher order skill sets are not activated. Nobody has the education in speaking alien. Nobody knows how these groups work. We are, we are destined and left over to our whim of projections of what we think it is and what we want it to be and what we hope it is, comparing it to who and what we are. But when we talk about whatever groups that comes in, especially if we get the manipulators that comes in, that has already came in, they came in fifty thousand years ago, but they'll come back in the new version, and they will look all gorgeous and healthy and blonde hair, like the 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 line up of super supermodel of Ashtar Command, right? These are the supermodels that will come in, and humanity will be whoa, ding 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 big heart eyes emojis, right? So, so they will just completely throw themselves. And that's, that's just asking to be enslaved in a different way, enslaved to physical beauty, which we already are, enslaved to uh, all sorts of things that again, 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 would not allow us to really function as multidimensional because they will swoop in with their super model looks and their super high-tech whatever and they will say this this is how we're going to help humanity and since humanity like little children they just say oh yes please and they will be all pores in the air and say yes 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 and before we know of it we're enslaved in another way. And that enslavement will not go so well. That will not lead to quote-unquote ascension, because when we talk about the Ashtar Command, they have already been out there in the 80s talking about what they will do for humanity. And hmm, uh, well, the proof is in the pudding. And that putting that's kind of rotten a long time ago. So nothing nothing has come out. And now the same kind of Galactic Federation or whatever, now doing it via AI, and that in itself should be a little bit of a hint, okay, what they're actually all about. Okay, so that's that's another not to get myself into trouble here, but which I probably will. But it's just to give a give another example of the that that Similarly as within human society uh, on an average kind of when we go in and say well how many people within society are actually uh, taking responsibility for the world that they are living in? How many are really uh, doing the formal education for certain skill sets? How many are doing their uh, psychodynamic inner Work to clear out the past life karma, as well as learning to deal with their emotion patterns and understand the spectrum of emotions, so they can navigate in different challenges and in different situations, showing signs of what we could say resilience, as well as mature behavior. To when we wake up and say, oh, "I can't be bothered with whatever," but we do it anyways, and we still do it to the best of our abilities. We're not just scrambling through and sleeping at a No, we get ourselves up right to the occasion and do what's needed so that we, at the end of the day, whoa, I'm still very tired, but at least I know I've done my very best. And yes, waste of life, waste of effort, waste of, of potentials and capacities in the type of world we have, but that will change to within the next 10 years. Now, the incoming groups with the hybrids, you can put two and two together. Please put two and two together. They're creating their own new super civilization. Of course, we get the supermodels that will come in with all of their fancy technology, with all of their crafts, and it's not going to be a big blast 4th of July. Will Smith scenario where we will get into our crafts and get into the mothership and with Jeff Goldblum and then smoke cigars and everything good and fine and when the fat lady sings it will be nothing like that. (laughs) Not whatsoever. It will be a kind of a a surprise sneak as we already saw them play out was it in the 50s and 60s where we did have some kind of visits that came in here they just look completely human because quite a lot of the other terrestrial races they look human because many of the the groups we have on our planet are kind of what we could say uh, laboratory, preservation, nursery, storage units, circular thing that's been going on for 50,000 years. So they have just been waiting for the moment where we will shift back into the original fourth or their version of the fourth, including a little bit of what we could call interfactional disputes amongst the different groups of who is going to um, like uh, scavengers, who is going to, to get the corpse, <laughs> and how do they di- distribute whatever's left there, and of course the alphas will be the ones that will come in. And due to the tend- tendencies of humanity, because some of the other groups, they again, I, I think I'll continue that one in the next podcast,